At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is KJ Live with Chris Johnson. And Chris is having conversations with influencers in the sports world and entertainment industry. Now here's Chris Johnson. You are now tuned in to KJ Live. Today's guest on the show is one of my all-time favorites. He is a world-renowned Twitter legend. He's also a producer. He writes films. He's worked at the NFL Network. He created a show that was on Comedy Central. This dude is talented. He's also my younger brother. Let's welcome in Joe Sia Johnson, the king. 
Josiah Johnson's in the building. What's up, Joe? What's going down with it? Man, thank you for making time for your brother, dog. I know. I, I Look, I can only, when I try to see Joe, I got to turn on TNT and shit. I got to find Joe. <laughs> What's up, man? What's going on with you, doggy? On a major bag finesse quest. Uh, <laughs> Ty just got back from Atlanta. I was out there doing some stuff with uh, NBA Twitter Live and with some Bleacher Report. But yeah, man, it's happy to be, happy to be getting bags. Happy to be out here getting it. Uh, loving life and appreciate you having me on. Now, how has life kind of changed in the last four to five years for you? Uh, you know, you've been going at this for a while. Uh, I feel like, you know, the kind of critical mass hit maybe in the last two years or so, if you agree with that, where people yeah. just you became, last year, probably really last, be real. last year, you became a national phenomenon. New York Times. How has life changed for you, Joe? It's great. I mean, you know how this, this game goes, obviously, growing up in L.A. and just kind of dealing with the peaks and valleys of, of hope, of career, whatever. So going from having a show on Comedy Central, show getting canceled, people not really fucking with me, uh, you know, no job opportunities, phone not ringing to, you know, getting back on it, grinding, figuring it all out, you know, working with, uh, you know, Michael Starberry and Ava DuVernay and Colin Kaepernick doing that show, which was kind of the first kind of jump start. I was doing some other stuff, too, with this company, Attention. Uh, did a show with Martellus Bennett called Mostly Football for Complex and Yahoo Sports. But it was a lot a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff there. But I think that show really, the Mostly Football show, really helped elevate me kind of level I'm at now. We were doing a bunch of sketches, stuff like that. So I was writing a bunch of stuff, acting a bunch of stuff. And a lot of that stuff is still, I wrote a lot of it with it being evergreen. Like, you know, had like a Rooney Rule sketch that I can run every January. Obviously, when we know no black coaches are getting hired, yeah. that's not changing anytime <laughs> soon. So things like that, but really got to show my creative voice. And now, you know, in the last year, really, you know, since that LeBron co-signed back in last June, 2021, kind of really launched it. But even before that, I was doing a bunch of stuff working with a bunch of companies. But now it's, you know, like you said, New York Times article, Athletic, a uh, bunch of people rocking with me. Obviously got to be on uh, in, uh, NBA on TNT Tuesday with Shaq, Lefko, Candace, and D-Wade. Uh, what's that week. like? What's that like, man? What's that like on the set of uh, TNT, bro? What's that like? So I did I did a couple NBA Twitter lives with them last year uh, during the pandemic, but we were shooting, we were obviously super cautious that we were shooting in the studio. And, you know, you just walk in right away and it's like Charles and Kenny. And I'm, you know, I was there this past week walking, you know, for a hooper or a basketball player, it's just like, uh, you know, you try to play it cool or whatever, but walk in and Grant Hill's there and Grant's talking about uh, you guys in the 90, uh, 95 team and, locking down Jordan Dome and I'm telling him how you wanted to go to Duke and how salty you were that Coach K didn't come with the scholarship. And he's like, damn, for real? Like, Kate didn't, you know, K didn't look, you know, like he's salty now. But how we used to watch him in Italy, you know, just, just yeah. stuff like that. But Charles Barkley, Kenny Smith, literally in the room with Kenny and Kenny's, you know, talking about the workouts back in the days, whatever. Yes, sir. And, he, and he's steaming his suit. And I'm like, damn, the show's about to come on. He literally six seconds later is on the air, like, you know, doing this stuff. But it's so chill, laid back. And just to be able to work with that crew, just a lot of phenomenal human beings. Ernie, I've got to talk to a little bit, but just, you know, super professional, always locked in and doing a bunch of work with Taylor Rooks and Lefko and that whole crew. So every time I go out there, last week I was out there, I did the actual show and I was kind of nervous. I'm going to be real. But, uh, you know, walk in and Lefko's got a good relationship with Salehi, who's a big time designer uh, back east. So give Shaq this, this Canada Goose jacket. Shaq tries on the jacket. It doesn't fit. It's a little light on the arms. He looks over at me like, yo, big dog, you know, you can have this. So I literally just walk in and walk out with like a $1,200 jacket. I'm just minding my business kind of, kind of, but that's just the type of stuff that goes on there, man. Everybody's super cool. And what's cool about Turner is you've got 
the TNT crew, NBA TV crew, you got the social people. So everybody's kind of just hanging out and around. They have some NHL oh. stuff going on, MLB stuff going on. So it's like Jimmy Rollins. We're talking about chicken wings. And, you know, <laughs> I had a, a negative experience in Magic City. I'm hoping it improves. They gave me a little baby wings, but he was eating some delicious wings. So we were talking about that. Pedro Martinez, who, you know, we were big fans of the Jerry Crow back in the no day. Question. And just the maximum hold lay down. But these dudes are now just hanging out. Yeah, you ca- you're kicking it with Pedro? Just all kicking in this area, watching a bunch of TV screens. They're watching the baseball games. We're watching the basketball games. But oh, that's ridiculous. And I just tell everybody up there, man, it's just like a, such a tight knit family, tight knit crew. So every time I get to go out to Atlanta, I know you got a lot of experience out there, and that's you know your second home. But every time I get to be out there, Midtown, turning up at the lows, hitting the gym, steam yeah. room, just just <laughs> living the life, getting to feel like a celebrity, it's always a good time. Steam room, so key, dog. It's so key, man. That sounds like a lot of fun, man. What are your thoughts on the playing so far? I mean. You know, when the, Adam Silver first brought it to the table, there was mixed sort of opinions, mixed, um, yeah, mixed results. Uh, what do you what do you think about it so far in the first couple of games? Well, I think last year, obviously, we saw the Lakers in it, and uh, LeBron and AD weren't necessarily fans of the, of the tournament. They would have preferred, obviously, get that just direct line into the playoffs. But we also got to see LeBron dot Steph's eye, you know, for game and you know, further just establish his his goat argument and conversation and, and as a Lakers fan and watching the Warriors get smacked is always a good feeling mm-hmm. this year I think a lot better you know KD and Kyrie in there they more embraced the challenge they were up for it, ready to go obviously I think they were playing against a, a struggling Cavs team that didn't have Jared Allen who was kind of their defensive anchor and you know the difference maker on that squad so yes it's a, it's a lot you know you're a lot more confident going into that game when the team doesn't have arguably their best player but seeing guys like Darius Garland Cook obviously the, we, we did that game for NBA Twitter live came home to the hotel watched the uh, Timberwolves Clipper game and we all, you know, we got on the, the Timberwolves for over celebrating, but it's an amazing moment. And we see it in baseball. We see it during the tournament. Yeah. Guys are emotional. Pat Bev, super, super emotional guy. And for me, it was great because I got to run my numbers up with, with a bunch of memes and things like that. But just phenomenal to see how much these guys love and care for and getting to see Trey. I watched that game on the plane coming back to L.A. Yeah. But Trey going up against uh, LaMelo and all that stuff. Obviously, Miles Bridges hitting the fan with the mouthpiece. It's going to be a big deal made out of it. You know, you know, I remember uh, that Michigan game where you uh, threw the gum. Threw my gum at Lou Bullock uh, on the breakaway. Uh, <laughs> I know. I, I know. That was ridiculous. Well, I'm just saying, now, if that would have cost somebody in the dome, is that a big story? No, it's a mouthpiece. Like, it's made of rubber. It don't really hurt. But, it's I, just but I'll say getting... this. I'll say this about – sorry about that. I'll say this about Miles Bridges. He owned that shit today on Twitter, bro. He owned it on Instagram. He, he in the comments talking about, yo, give me a contact with this young lady. That's unacceptable on my behalf. I'm rolling with that kid. I got a whole new respect for that kid. But it has been live, dog. Watching LaMelo, I was hoping they'd give a – a, a better uh, fight for the Hawks, but you know Trey out there just solving that 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 little double team real quick. And then you talk about KD and Kyrie, man. Kyrie, you know, twelve for twelve, coming out looking like a, just a god out there, like one of the greatest players I've ever seen play basketball. So yeah, man, I'm all I'm all about this playing uh, every year. Bring it, bring it on, man. Even last night with the Pelicans, dog. The Pelicans look live. Yeah. I don't know if you, I don't know if you've seen Jose Alvarado, but he got he got some shit that reminds me of GTA. But it reminds me of your shit back in the day uh, when you had the one curl. I mean, it was like a long, flowy. I don't know if you've yeah. seen him with, without the uh, – yeah, sure. the Man, his joint is sick. Yeah, phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy for that dude. Obviously, two-way getting the contract converted. Just everything he's been able to bring light to that Pelican squad that's still waiting for uh, Zion. But it's the thing. We knocked the Pelican for the janky start. And obviously, they started boo-boo. But, you know, games with Brandon Ingram versus games without Brandon Ingram is night and day. And to see the, the chip on the shoulder that he played with, obviously still some lingering bitterness with getting traded away from the Lakers, which is understandable. 
And, uh, you know, Spurs, I would expect it a little bit more of a spirited effort. They came back, obviously, late in the game and, and made it a game. But you knew kind of that the Pelicans were going to go ahead and do that thing. So I'm excited to see how this this thing pans out. I know they've got the Clippers in L.A. on Friday. That's going to be an exciting, interesting game. And, yeah, I like the format of it. kind of has that, that turning time feel to it. And, again, kudos to the league for making it happen. What did you make uh, of the reaction to Pat Bev, dude? I mean, you got a lot of folks, you know, oh, they, they act like they won the championship. Look, I like it, man. It was a lot at stake. Uh, I was listening to Draymond on his podcast, and he said, and he said it. He said, Pat Bev will come out tonight turned up. He playing against his old team. That's how this thing go. And that's exactly how it went for him. But it seemed like folks was kind of mad because, you know, he did the KG anything is possible and jumped up on the scores table. What do you think about that shit? I mean, I loved it. I think you know, I'm, I'm watching the hotel and I'm obviously on East Coast and it's like 1230, whatever it is. I'm, I'm getting ready to go to sleep. And, you know, the game is kind of decided. But to see how ham these dudes went, I'm a big <laughs> Anthony Edwards fan. Obviously, right. just the, the, what he's been able to do, D-Lo, that whole crew, obviously Carl Anthony Towns, which he had a better performance. But I think with Timberwolves fans and they're getting a little sensitive, a little emotional in their feelings, they have to understand this is NBA Twitter. Like when we see things, we're going to respond and react to them. It, it, was I critical of them overreacting to everybody? No, they won the game. Do whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? But you're taking off the jersey, throwing it in the crowd. And it's Believe like, it's, you see the same thing in baseball when they go to the wild card, whatever it may be. But it's like, all right, lock back in because now you've got a seven-game series with the Memphis Grizzlies who talk just as much trash as you do and would love to embarrass y'all. And, you know, you don't want to have those emotions shift from. It's kind of like the same thing when uh, when uh, Ben Simmons got traded and Joel Embiid put up the legendary meme of the dude at his haters funeral. Like, that's a great thing in that moment, but you don't want that now to come bite you in the ass down the road because yeah, that's the thing. Out. Internet does not forget. So when it's the jumping on the tables, throwing the jerseys, whatever, now you take that L, you got to be prepared for that slander. But no, nah, I respect that. I know Pat Bad was done done wrong by the Clippers in his mind. So for him to get redemption on that squad, of course, who, who, wouldn't, who wouldn't celebrate and cheer? And I know the Timbers only made the playoffs like, what, twice in the last 17 years or whatever it is. <laughs> so, yeah, you know that feeling. Like, they're going to be excited. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Shout out to Pat Bev and the Wolves. Who was your MVP this year in the league? I mean, look, you got to give it to Joker. I think, you know, we pander to the Milwaukee Bucks just for the way they treat dad, the way they treat our family. You you give it to Joker, the MVP, but I'd rather have Giannis on my team. I'm just being real. I think what we saw with Coach Bud and what they've done with Giannis this year, playing, what, 32 minutes a game or whatever it is. Ludicrous. Ludicrous. And and you, you look per 36, and I think Joker's numbers are still slightly a tad bit better, but you know, playing for different things. The Bucks are the, the three seed. Uh, Giannis, I think, has established himself currently as the most dominant player in the league. You could say it's KD, but after KD lost that series last year to him, and I remember we were all at, you know, after Khalilah's graduation, we were all at Dad's house watching the game, and it was a foregone conclusion. If KD got the ball, I remember Dad saying they should just foul him, give him two free throws. You know, like, you don't even want, want him to shoot it because if he shoots, he's going to make it. And this is coming from, you know, Emmy Award-winning Milwaukee Bucks you know, a color commentator. So, you know, you know, there's un- he's being real about it. And we're all just in agreement. And he shoots the shot. Thankfully, he had a big-ass foot. And, you know, now we get to turn up in game three. I know y'all was at game six, too, really getting it. Yeah. Uh, flares out, everything oh, like that. Or three and four, whatever y'all. Yeah, y'all, y'all stayed for the next I know. One. I know. Sorry about that. We didn't, yeah, you know, late. No, you, had, great. you had to work, though. Yeah, I had to work. Yeah, it was all good. But I'm, but just just, just the, the way that Giannis changes the game and how good he's gotten. You know, you know as a basketball player, he only started playing when he was 14. Yeah. And this stuff I have to remind people of constantly. He's still getting yeah. better. Imagine, he's still yeah. getting shit in this game. It's Man, wild. Imagine how quickly or how much work you have to put in to get that good that quick. How many hours in the gym? How much dedication? I think that's the thing about Giannis that I respect the most about his game. Because you see, you, when you saw when he was drafted, I remember – 
when they were talking about drafting him and his name was floating around, I did some digging on YouTube and I found like this grainy video of him playing on like a tartan floor of yeah. Greece A2, but he's running around at 6'9". I was just looking at how quickly he can get up the floor and I'm like, this dude dribbling in three dribbles and you could just see little things like that where you could project out a guy uh, of being, you know, one of the, one of the top guys in the league. Uh, the league has been a trip this year, man. It's been a real trip. Um, you like Joker for MVP. What about Rookie of the Year? Who impressed you the most this year? And it's a tight race because you got K, you got Evan, you got Jay. I mean, who impressed you the most? I mean, I love Scotty Barnes. I think the just the intensity and, and, and the hustle and the heart that he played with. Back. But Evan Mobley, too. I was L.A. guy, Inland Empire guy, uh, you know, led rookies in rebounds, blocks, double-doubles. Had that Cavs squad. And again, if you're going to talk about these things, obviously you have to, your preference to give the nuance. That Cavs team probably shouldn't have been in the playing game, but, you know, Jared Allen gets hurt, I want to say early March or whatever it was, misses a significant amount of time, and that defense goes from, like, what, fifth rank to, like, 20th or 22nd, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. You see a noticeable shift in that squad. He's their anchor. And to lose that, and that's a lot to put on Evan Mobley as a rookie to come in and be like, all right, now you got to, you got to carry that load and, and get us over the hump. But, I, you know, I think Mobley probably – We'll get it, but I think any one of those guys. And Cade obviously came on strong. Cade's tough because he, he's a, he's playing for a, a trash team right now. But I think if you look at that squad and, and where their future looks like it's going to go and if he develops the way he's going to be, you know, the Pistons fans got a lot to be excited about. But I think you can't go wrong. It's hard, man, because you, you look at all the nuanced context. You get all the, the nerds and dweebs in with the numbers and whatever. But there's so much. And my, my, I guess my biggest problem is, with, especially with the voting, it's just who gets to vote. I think we look at media – and, like, I love the guys on the TNT crew, but when you're preparing for shows and doing all these other things you're doing, you're not watching every other game in the league. If you're, you know, a, a beat reporter or whatever, yeah, you get to see these teams once, twice, three times a year. You're watching your home team, you know, for the for the whole duration. But it's hard to get a real litmus test and judge these guys because you're not seeing a full sample of what they're able to do. So I generally respect players more, but obviously players can be biased too. You know, players can be salty and haters and you get booze involved and, you know, Instagram chicks and, you know, all the types of things that they do. So there's always that lingering level of of bitterness and whatever going on that may deter and sway their opinion. But coaches, (laughs) players, me, I think everything needs to kind of come together and and figure out a balance because for me to just sit there and act like they watch every game, you're not watching that, you know, that that local market whatever game during the week you're just not you know you can watch the national games and obviously guys are gonna play harder in my opinion when they're on national tv and they know they got more eyeballs on them but to try and formulate an opinion of who the best guy is even by crunching stats and numbers those things will lie to you like defensive rating and things like that that's five guys on the court so if you got you know strong anchors on your defensive squad everybody's gonna benefit from that you know what i mean it's not like <laughs> it's not like oh man he's a great yeah then you put him on a, a trash defensive unit and it's like oh he's not a great piece like come on man like all that stuff i just think there's no context and nuance with a lot of discussion the arguments that have and like barkley said there's kind of this contingent now that's come out and guys that never really hooped but now try to calculate and formulate and give you numbers and it's like yeah but I'm I'm more would trust an opinion of a KD of a Draymond somebody like yourself who's actually done it at a high level than you know the guy who's good at typing or or, or you know. Yeah, I, I understand what I understand where those guys you described like where they get off and why they have that sort of audacity to come with it because you know there's something to be said for data and and the science argument and all that but there's also something to be said for the eye test and from a guy and from from hoop from fellow hoopers or coaches. I'm a big believer in that, that all the awards should be, you know, decided by 
at least a combination of coaches and media, not just one or the other. So like, you know, cause they place more value on the NBA coach of the year that's decided by the media, but Monty Williams just won one decided by the coaches. And it's kind of like, not as, you know, a big deal. I just feel like it needs to be a combination of both. Let's get some opinions, some ideas and thoughts from people that are actually uh, like coaches and players that are actually in the thick of everything. But speaking of the thick of things, man, I know you've been talking about this a lot, man, but I wanted to talk to you about it. Cause you know, we're, we're LeBron folk. We used to, you know, be heavy LeBron folk. Had a chance, to, had a chance to see him in Milwaukee. Took some nice photos with him. He was very gracious and kind and cool. I was shocked how, how cool he was. But this year, man, LA fans have been tearing his ass up. They've been on his head. They're saying late GM has failed us. Now I hear some reports about uh, Mark Jackson, man. Just a couple of comments on just through the lens that you're seeing this. Like, what the hell is going on with that Lakers organization? And is Mark Jackson? going to be the guy that could kind of turn this thing around when, when you look at lebron james i think it's a testament to his greatness that the man is in year 19 still getting compared to guys that are in year 11 year 12 in their prime uh before the season even started i remember i worked the nba twitter live for the lakers warrior season opener and my whole thought process was like look lebron's old as shit and we have to accept that we, we see some great things from his career he's elevated and adapted over time you know i think we, we were more hopeful and optimistic that he'd be able to shift to a power forward type role, kind of like a, a souped up Carl Malone. You know, I don't respect what Carl does off the court, but as a hooper, like souped up Carl Malone in his ability not have to be ball dominant, get to conserve some of that energy, not have to, you know, carry the load. So I think even seeing this 30 points per game, I was never really excited about that. It's like, yeah, it's great to see LeBron getting buckets, but at what cost? You know what I mean? It's like Thanos, like, you know, at, at what cost are we looking at all this stuff? I think AD was supposed to be that guy now who took over. LeBron brought him in to basically now carry the torch. Russ, I'm a UCLA guy. You're a UCLA guy. It didn't really work out. It was hard. But you're also talking about AD missing 40 games and the, the impact that has. I, I think the that's issue. kind of – That's the issue, dog. Come on. AD not there? I mean, what, what y'all think is going to happen, man? Like, so, so you talk about – you so you badmouth Russ and Vogel, and now all this stuff is coming out. Never seemed like a good fit. You know, you had DeMar. I, I did uh, No Chill with Gilbert Arenas, and we had DeMar on, and he was telling us about how he thought he was going to go to the Lakers, thought it was pretty much a done deal. So you think about that, that big three a little bit more compatible with each other on paper. But AD missed 40 games. So whatever we want to talk about or, or finger point or whatever, and that's not to blame him. You never want to blame somebody for injury. But if he's playing at least 20, 25 of those 40 games, it's a different outlook, different seed. I'm not saying they're the, you know, the one seed, but they're in the playoffs comfortably. It's a different feel to it. It's the same thing last year. Uh, when, you know, when AD goes down to injury in the playoffs, about to go up 3-1 on the Suns. You know what I mean? It's it was it was a foregone conclusion. Then he gets hurt, and you can just see the season turn right there. Suns go to the championship. If you tell me Lakers Bucks championship, I think they would have had the mental edge over Giannis. And you know, those same things aren't happening. The Lakers win that championship. But if ands or butts or cookies and nuts and all that goodness. So it doesn't really matter. I think as LeBron fans, if you want to call the GM and talk about the failure and oh, you're a terrible GM, then let's talk about the 10 finals appearances, the four championships, uh GMing a four-time MVP, four-time finals MVP. And that caveat, it's funny, man, when, when, when things don't go LeBron's yeah. way, oh, LeBron's an asshole, he's a team ruiner, whatever. We see the same type of things with Kobe, same type of things with Jordan. I think there was a lot of comparisons uh, to, you know, LeBron and Kobe, and Kobe wouldn't have did this, and Kobe wouldn't have did that. Lakers were, what, 16, uh, 17 and 65, you know, in Kobe's final two seasons. We were there. We know what time it is. Like, the people playoff are delusional. People are delusional. It, and it's a level of delusion. This is no knock to Kobe. Kobe's in year 1920. His body, you know, I'm saying at that point, 
man's working out 10, 11 hours a day. You can't do that for 20 years and not expect your body to eventually turn on you. Your body will betray you. You know that. Facts, like, bro. Like, shit, I can't walk around now. I'm not even a good hooper. Knee oh, still hurt. Geez. And I wasn't putting it anywhere near that amount of work. But just, to, you know, but just kind of the tear and rip LeBron. It's like, okay, is it, so, but it's Palenka executive of the year when things go that way, when they orchestrate the AD trade and win the championship. And I see a lot of people like, oh, just four years, what would you grade it? It's like, how many championships do you think teams win? Right. Like like what, what team has won four championships? The knocking of the bubble. It's like, you know, the, the LaFrog. Yeah, the knocking of the bubble. It's oh, the bubble wasn't. A, so if it was so fucking easy, it, nobody can ever explain that to me. If it was so easy, why didn't your team win it? And some of your teams didn't even make the shit wow. to win it. So it was so easy. So basically, and it's sad because they say that and they're really just shitting on their team. They're saying how terrible they their team know. was. They don't even know it either. And they, they don't even know. think about it. Like, oh, yeah, well, whatever. It doesn't count. Uh, uh. Like, motherfucker, you go to fucking prison at Disney World where you can't leave. You have to blow it down like J.R. Smith said. A lot of guys don't smoke Dodo like that. They were burning it down, bro. You know, you know there's different level hoopers. Some of wait, wait, wait. So, what did J- so J.R. was saying they was blowing too much out there? They were just smoking heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like, getting it in. Some dudes, they could do. some dudes can do it, Joe, and some can't. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Jeff T from the Club 520 Podcast. You'll know when you get it. It'll say eBay, authenticity, guarantee. You'll feel it because when it comes to your feet, eBay has your back. Maybe it's that head-turning pair for hooping or a hot new collab. Whatever you're after, when you cop on eBay, you can trust that your kicks will be checked by experts, not just any experts, sneaker experts who live and breathe the culture. Real people with real hands-on authentication experience. That's when Blue Checkmark represents on our listing. eBay Authenticity Guarantee, meaning every inch, stitch, sole, logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. So when you finally step into those grill kicks, you'll realize the feeling is unlike any other. And with eBay Authenticity Guarantee, the feeling of real is always within reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on. Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix finder only at AutoZone. Restrictions apply. And I've talked to several media members. People were out there. It was, uh, you know, you, you're quarantined for two weeks, coming out there, chilling in the hotel room. You can't dip. Cameras everywhere. Getting the janky meal service, food. Then you can finally move. But there's different levels of places you can be. You can't be. So everybody's getting turned up, drinking heavily, smoke. You know what I mean? But there's just nothing else to do to pass the time. It's not like you can go out and do what you want to do. Like eventually got family in there. But it's literally like a prison. So to see that happen. But again, this is this is the testament to LeBron's greatness, because no matter what he does, It'll always be a conversation. If you're going to tear somebody down that much, you know, first year he got hurt. They were what, like fourth in the West, you know, not saying they would have finished there, but that was a playoff team. Obviously injury. He missed like 30 games next year, win the championship year after that, make the playoffs, lose to eventual Western conference champions after your star player goes down in AD and this year. Yeah. You know, if you want to call it a failure, 11 seed, it was disappointing. You you were hoping they would kind of turn it on towards the end. They started tricking them. They tricked off a lot of, you know, like Rockets, Thunder, like games. It was yeah. just like, ew, 25 that, that points. Thunder game, that Thunder game, the Thunder game, bro. I was like, man. And you know what's sad? Because you're watching these games, and even they're up 25, it's like, mm, they're probably not going to win. This. You know, and you have to watch it like, you're not like, ooh, boasting, not getting jokes off, not getting, t- I'm cautious. Feeling nervous, feeling nervous. Pessimistic, like, oh, I can't fire these tweets. I have to make sure the game is really in uh, decided, like, before I can get them out. But we'll see. And it's like LeBron's not getting no younger. We'll see what moves are made this offseason. In terms of coaching, there's not really a name that's super sexy. Nick Nurse, cool. Quinn Snyder, I like Quinn. I think he's a player's coach, and and he could stand up for a change of scenery. Mark Jackson, you know, if you want to give Steve Kerr credit, it's funny, man, I'm watching this Winning Time, uh, you know, show. And it's like, if you want to give uh, Westfall and Pat Riley credit, go back to Jack McKinney, you know, not for an unfortunate janky bike incident, you know, accident. But – Mark Jackson's imprint is on that squad in terms of getting Steph and getting Clay and getting those guys to the level they were at. Steve Kerr obviously gets all the praise and credit. And not to say he's the greatest coach in the world, worst coach in the world, whatever it may be. But I just don't dock another name. There's no real name out there other than like Phil. We know Phil got the janky back and he's not really trying to, his heart's not in it. It's just not a name that's going to get fans excited and riled up. Yeah, it's weird, too, because, you know, it's like fans have this idea of who they want, you know, in their mind, who they want to coach. And if it's not that name, dog, they do whatever they, they do really tear down some of the names that are out there. I, I saw somewhere. I don't know if it was on your show. You guys were talking about Jawan Howard uh, potentially yeah. coming in. Um, I like Jawan. I like a. it's got to for me, it's got to be somebody that's played in the league and that, you know, basically just understands how to deal with these guys. You know, LeBron's and you know, it takes a special kind of a coach not, you, not you, can't, you can't just remember david blatt was in cleveland for like all of like i don't know if it was, i don't know if it was a year or a season but less than a season but just how 
that just didn't work and from day one and you just sensed it by LeBron's body language. If they bring it in Quinn Snyder and some of these type of dudes, I'll be interested to see just just how that works. Stand on winning. Oh, go ahead, Joe. I was say I think Doc might be an option. Doc, you know, we had we had Paul Pierce on the show out there in All-Star Week. And Paul and Doc had some issues when Doc first got there. But Doc is a hooper. I think he can relate and connect to superstars of LeBron and AD's magnitude. And again, to your point, you respect guys who did it a lot more than guys. I don't care what everybody says. And it's not a knock at Spo and some of the great coaches in the game. Oh, no, but if I'm all. Jimmy Butler, I might not come at Doc the same way that I'm going to come at Spo. And that's, well, you know, yeah, you saw that. Real. Yeah, you saw how Jimmy JB was going at it. Uh, but it's like, again, Doc. You know, he can't control James. I mean, he's throwing James Harden under the bus. So it's like, you know, he's not even dealing with Embiid and Harden to me in the right kind of way. The energy out in Philly is a little weird. So, I mean, again, it's, it's just going to be interesting to see. But, man, I wanted to talk to you about winning time because I wanted to find out just what and just to explain to the audience on just sort of what creative license means in, 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 in this in your world, Joe, because people are really butthurt about the portrayal of Jerry West and some of the other characters. But I don't think, you know, the grasping of what the creative license and what this show is really you know about and what the, the liberty that the writers and the producers took with some of the character portrayal. Can you get into that a little bit for me? I would say, look, I have a tremendous amount of respect for everybody involved in the show. Rodney Barnes, one of the EPs on the show, he worked on Legend of Chamberlain Heights with us. Uh, I love Rodney. Uh, Max Bornstein is a, is a guy I'm a big fan of. But when you watch that show, you just got to realize that Hooper, that show is not made for you, right? It's made for the average human being who's more of like a Bill Simmons fan who really, you know, doesn't really know Hoop and kind of just wants to know what happened in that world. And to your point, you're going to take a lot of creative license. Like, you know, it's funny. You talk to to our father, Marcus Johnson, who's a, you know, Hall of Fame finalist, knows all these guys. You know, obviously we spend a tremendous amount of time with Norm Nixon and, and some of the crew. So to see, and, and I can just see as a producer and I'm putting my writer cap on, it's yeah. like, oh, I got to try to exploit some of that drama and create some of that tension but for me, it's like it's, it's tough at times when it's like, oh, you want to show this tension with, with Magic and Norman. I know where they're going with it because that was one of the most dominant backcourts in NBA history. Facts. Both averaging like eight, nine assists. Like getting, it was sick, you know, bro. I'd never seen nothing like that, bro. It elevated Norm's game to a whole nother level. Elevated Magic's game to a whole nother level for the couple of years that they played together. But stuff for me, like I'm a big history buff. And it's tough when I see things like, you know, they had the episode where they're playing against the Clippers. And, uh, you know, Magic doesn't, doesn't follow the play and inbounds it to Kareem for the game-winning skyhook. But it's like Magic didn't take the ball on that game. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, so when you go back and watch, and this is things that we have in the YouTube world. So that there are some decisions that are made. And I understand you want to show some of the contention and dissension, whatever, how Magic's now coming into this star role. But I think you, you could accomplish that just as easily of showing Magic overreacting to this first game of the season and Kareem having to kind of keep him in check. Yeah. Shout out to, to, to Quincy Isaiah and Solomon Hughes, uh, big Solomon and legend. Solomon. Killing, I mean, honestly, I feel like he's going to deserve some, some award, uh, you know, consideration oh, for, for his portrayal of Kareem is, is phenomenal. So interesting. See that dude. So interesting. Hey, that scene, like, yeah, that scene where he was doing the yoga on the cliff and Jerry came to see him. He didn't say nothing to him. But it was just a cold, like, just he, I knew it. He, I went to school with his sister. His sister passed away, Kisa Hughes. She played. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she, she, but she was big time basketball at UCLA. Okay. 
And uh, ended up passing away at some rare disease, man. We went to the funeral, but this is years ago. But uh, Solomon, you know, is always, you know, I'm really happy for him. And that yeah, family, you know? great dude, man. Solomon's brother. One Gay, of the I best mean, dudes. One of the best dudes ever. So I was at the premiere uh, All-Star Weekend, just yeah. nothing but love. And that's my thing. And I understand, you know, being on working on a show with Colin Kaepernick, there was decisions that we had to make. Some, right. some stuff that we had to change to help story. But we tried to be consistent if we did something, you know, like he threw no hitters, but I believe it was a senior year. But the way we framed the story, we, sh we showed it as his junior year, but just to show the, that how good at baseball he was, to show how, yeah. how much yeah. attention and love. You know, I wrote that episode and it was like, y'all was getting scholarship offers from every, everywhere around the country to really heighten and build that up. So I understand the, the, the choices they're making, too, with showing these things. The Jerry West thing, as you know, as a Hooper, things will get overblown sometimes, like that Shaq Kobe situation. That's not a big deal. You know, I mean, you're cussing out dudes, fighting dudes. You know, you play with Ed O'Bannon, who was one of the most, you know, intense you know, crying in locker room, you know, but just it's not going hard, whatever stuff that a lot of people didn't see behind the scenes. Right. But now you see how you elevate to a championship level. That's just a part of being a champion. You're going to have people, it works in, in the film industry as well. People you don't see eye to eye with, get along with, you're going to butt heads with, cuss each other out. But I think from a square perspective, seeing that, they're always like, oh my God, that's really, but from us, it's like shit. We were cool. Like I was at UCLA. Yeah. We had dudes fight, dudes fight, ready to kill each other. You know, on a Tuesday, Wednesday, it's all good because you gave me the rock and I dropped 20. Like it's not, you know what I mean? It's not, it's right. not nothing that we hold on to with this bitter grudge. So for them to portray Jerry as this like consummate loser, like, like he's going against some of the most dominant teams in history. Yeah, yeah that's gonna linger on him. But for everybody who knows Jerry, yeah, can he be surly or whatever? Yeah, if you don't know the dude, same with Kareem. Yeah. Like, I always tell people, like I see Kareem like shoot people away or whatever. He don't shoot us away. When I see Kareem, it's love. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that, guy. That hugs. I'm, I'm getting photo, photo ops. <laughs> love your show. Like, okay, you know, like, I'm, we don't have the same experience. So I understand, but some people could be, that was always a knock yeah. Kareem. Oh, he's an yeah. asshole. He's difficult. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we interviewed John Wooden back today and, and yeah. they're walking around talking about looking at that big black N-word and he's a freak show and everywhere he goes, he's getting, it's like, yeah, I wouldn't really be rocking with y'all either. I'd always kind of have my guard up as well, yeah. not knowing how's the yeah. weather up there, jokes. Like, you know, I'm not cold. funny anymore. Nah. That's not funny. <laughs> 17 times. Come same on. weather. We're literally like eight inches apart. It's the same weather, chief. <laughs> same weather. <laughs> Oh. oh man, Joe, what's up for you for the rest of this year, man? What's on what's coming down the pipeline for you, bro? I know you got stuff on the table, man. Can you I mean wait, didn't y'all get nominated for a Peabody for the uh nominated for a Peabody? Me and Gil, me and Gil won. It's funny, man. Gil, like we had Ari Spears on, but before the show, Gil's like, you know, we won a bunch of awards, right? I'm like, I did not. And he just like started rattling off all these awards we either won or were fucking finalists for. Yeah. I was like, damn, I'm just here, like, you know, just just happy to be working with you. But uh, yeah, uh, Colin in black and white, uh, we won the NAACP Image Award uh, for Best Limited Series, got nominated for a Peabody Award. I uh, did another show with Avery DuVernay called Cherish Today. Super excited about that. Should be dropping soon. A lot different than anything I I'm used to. Oh, on OM? Yeah, for sure. On OM. Um, uh, developing a lot of projects, man. Honestly, it's, it's great. I'm, I'm starting to meet. It's funny. Uh, you know, I tell people, I'll tell you candidly, like like where I was at a year ago, kind of the funny styling and uh, who are you? And like, oh, we need yeah. more information about you and yeah. blah, blah, yeah. blah. To now like, oh, Josiah, like, yeah, we want to do all this shit with you. And <laughs> it, It's funny to see, but that's kind of Hollywood in a nutshell. So I've always yeah. just stayed humble, stayed super appreciative and thankful. And for me, I'm still like a kid in a candy store. Like I said, I get to walk into, you know, Turner Studios in Atlanta and see Shaq, see Kenny, see dudes as they're literally about to go on the air, you know, have same makeup artists as them kind of going and getting, you know, you know that feel where you get the yeah, makeup, yeah, like how man. sweet you feel. 
And but my thing is like, you know, even with the crew and everybody I work with is always just being humble and understand like I've been on your guys side. I've worked with great talent. I've worked with not so great talent. And I know that I, I never want to be on that not so great list with everybody I'm working with, just being super respectful of their time and just showing I'm a real human being just like everybody else. And I'm super thankful. I just did some shit uh, with the NFL last week broadcast boot camp. We got to hang out with like Richard Sherman and dudes that I'm fan the McCourty twins and, you know, Gerald McCoy and all types of just legends, Kyle Van Noy dudes. I'm like fanboying about, you know, no, I know. And my people are like, you know, they're, they're they, when your name came up, they were the happiest and the most excited about that shit. And I'm just like, yo, I'm telling these guys like, look, you know, I get a lot of these hosting opportunities, but it's because I've been able to leverage my brand and leverage my social to open those things up. I'm not getting those opportunities if I don't have that. Like, you know, people mess with me and I understand it. I'm not delusional about it. I'm a solid host. I'm getting a lot better. Like Gil show. First couple episodes were kind of rough, kind of just shifting to that spot, learning Gil's tendencies. You know, it's kind of having to be like a point guard, traffic cop, be able to really, you know, control kind of the show, but yeah. getting a lot more comfortable in those spaces and, and really enjoying it, man, and thriving. And like, you know, I saw what dad did, saw what you did, was always super envious. I remember us working like CIF championship game back in the day with modern day uh, Artesia. With James Harden, James Harden, the, the, weird, the weird twins, yeah, weird twins. you know, which is another funny ass story. That's why I always rock with Harden. So I remember I told y'all they made me go shoot, go shoot B roll in both locker rooms. Go in modern day's locker room, it's somber. It's like a funeral in there. Like the weird twins, everybody's super quiet. Gary McKnight, uh, going to Artesia's locker room. Harden got the whole room pumped up, freestyling, getting in. I just walked out like, yo, Artesia's about to kick their ass tonight. Like, these dudes, Harden, the way Harden has his locker room just ready to go. And that's why I even see some of the knocks on him now. Like, he's a bad teammate or whatever. Like, every dude in the locker room, Renardo, Sydney, all these dudes, rocking up. with James, turned up, ready to go out there to war. But was always envious of the stuff you guys were doing. Did a ton of production work behind the scenes shit. It, always wanted more so now to be able to go out there and actually do it at a high level is phenomenal man i'm super thankful and blessed of everything i'm doing dog you're doing a great job man and keep crushing it bro this year is going to be the best year man i appreciate you for coming through ladies and gentlemen josiah johnson then that's it i thought we had some more more up in this but okay. <laughs> i appreciate you right, we got boy. the quick boy i appreciate you no doubt at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.
This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.